Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the Millennium Pod, a Star Wars podcast by me, Ari, at ari.in.space on TikTok and at millenniumpod underscore on Twitter and Instagram. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Millennium Pod. Uh, I guess it hasn't been so long for for any of y'all listening, um, but for me recording, it's been a while because uh, it's been two weeks since the last episode and that last episode, the Ray episode, was actually recorded like a long time ago, like six weeks ago at least. Um, and so uh, I haven't recorded since since episode like 20 or something. But anyway, that doesn't even matter. I'm just very excited to be recording again. Um, I just started school. I started a new program. I'm doing an education degree now uh, to add on to my physics and chem degree that I sort of already have. And I'm very excited about that. But it is a lot of work, as it turns out. It's a lot of reading. Um, But that's okay, because much like some of my favorite Jedi Masters, I'm excited to be a teacher, um, and I'm excited to be starting this program. But that does mean that... I have, haven't have had as much time as I want to to be doing this, but uh, that's okay too. Um, it was really nice this week. So this is this is another Rebels Breakdown episode. Um, finally getting back into that, starting with season two here. And it was really nice this week because uh, I was able to, because I knew I wanted to get this episode this week, out this week, I really was like, okay, Ari, you're going to sit down and you're going to watch an episode of Rebels and it's going to be a nice break for you from your schoolwork. Um, and it was, it was really nice. So I am excited now that I've kind of gotten back into the school routine to kind of hopefully have a bit more of a less sporadic posting schedule. Uh, obviously no promises because you never know what can happen with life and the world, but, uh, I, I am happy, uh, to be doing this and, uh, there will be an announcement on my social media probably this weekend about some upcoming new stuff I'm planning to do with the pod as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, But anyway, I think that's enough preamble from me. Uh, It just really felt like I needed to get my thoughts and feelings out there. So uh, thanks for listening to that. But uh, yeah, as I said, this is a another, finally another Rebels Breakdown episode. And uh, this week I'm talking about season two, episodes one through five. Um, and these were great. I mean, I think actually, um, as I've said, every time I've, I've done one of these, you know, I watched a, f- a few episodes, maybe 20 in total uh, throughout the season, just to kind of get the general the general uh, idea of what was happening in Rebels. And now I'm going back and I'm watching every single episode. And I think uh, I hadn't seen, I'd only seen two out of these five episodes. So this was fun for me because it was, it was all pretty new. And uh, speaking of new episodes for me, at least, uh, season one, Two episodes one and two, uh, the the siege of Lothal, those were new for me. I don't know why I didn't watch them the first time because they kind of seemed important, but whatever. I watched them now, and and uh, yeah, twelve out of ten, love them. Um, I have written in my notes that I'm looking at right now under episode one, uh, the episode where Kanan went crazy. LOL. <laughs> Which actually is quite true. Caden was acting uh, a, a little bit wild, um, which of course was because you know he wasn't he wasn't feeling feeling uh, necessary. I don't think he wasn't. It wasn't that he wasn't feeling good about joining uh, up with the other rebel cells, but it was he was feeling conflicted about it, I guess. Um, and he was acting out kind of like a child. Um, the one thought that comes to mind specifically that just cracked me up was I actually watched this episode twice today. It cracked me up both times. Um, 
when they're trying to to go save uh what's her name minister tua from the from the empire and uh, he just the way he attacks this stormtrooper to steal his armor uh it's hard to describe you just gotta watch it um I mean, I hope if you're listening to this, you, you, you kind of have some idea at least of what is happening in Rebels season two, episodes one through five. Otherwise, I might suggest going to watch them because, uh, I'm, I'm going forward assuming you know what I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, the way he attacks a stormtrooper to, to steal his armor is just, it's just really comical. But, uh, again, we do, we do know and we learn from this episode and, and the next one that he, Kanan is acting like a weirdo, um, because yeah, he is conflicted about about joining up with the other rebel cells because he now feels like this this is a war. It's no longer just you know kind of like we're Robin Hood vigilante type people who have no affiliation with anyone. Like it, it's a war now. They've picked a side, and and as Hera says, um, and I believe it is season two, episode one. Like this is bigger than us now, and uh, I think eventually we're we're starting to see through these first few episodes of the season. Kanan is coming around to that, but it is hard for him, and and I don't blame him. I mean, he he literally says like he already fought in one war, the Clone War, and that was a long time ago. But we can see how much it's affecting him. And I actually looked it up, um, like how old he was when Order sixty six happened, and he was like pretty young, like sometimes 12 13 14 something like that um y'all listening probably actually know that the, the, the real age but again that's very young and that's that's a formative time in someone's life and so it's it's interesting to see like how that is still affecting him so much uh throughout his his uh adult life um but i do also think it's interesting to see how much because we see like Ezra is influenced by Kanan, of course, because Kanan is his master and he's learning from him. But again, I've talked about this before. It's so interesting to see how much Ezra is influencing Kanan, how much of an effect he has on him. Because, you know, Ezra's saying, like, we we gotta we gotta do this, we gotta join, it's important, we gotta uh go go after what we're we're fighting for, like the bigger picture, and Kanan's like I don't want to, but you can tell, you know, he, he has that respect for Ezra and he's, he's listening to him, which I think is, is quite nice. Um, but yeah, these episodes were definitely, especially like the first four, um, Siege of the Fall. And then when they go to, in episodes three and four, when they go to find Rex and Gregor and Wolf, they were a lot, um, for Kanan. And you can kind of, you can tell that emotional turmoil because again, he's just, He's acting out and he's kind of being mean to everybody. And uh, and my sister actually was watching these episodes with me and she was like, why do you like that guy so much? He's being so rude and so mean. And I was like, yeah, he actually, he is right now. But uh, I mean, we have to understand and, and kind of have empathy, sympathy, empathy. I don't know. I don't know English. I think it's empathy for for him um and to understand you know that that place where where he's coming from and and why he's acting the way that he is the other thing too that i think we need to understand is a lot of Caden's reservations about going back to war uh come from a place of fear of course and i mean he lost a lot uh in the during the clone wars um Especially, like, I mean, you consider he literally watched Depa, like, die in front of him. So <laughs> I'm I'm not shocked um, that he is upset. And we can just see, like, that he fears, not, not for himself, like, at all, for the people he cares about. Um, like, 
in episode two, when they're running around uh, doing whatever they're doing on Lethal, at one point, Ezra says, I'm not afraid. And Kanan replies, that's what I'm afraid of. Um, and it just really shows how deeply he cares um, for not only Ezra, but the whole ghost crew. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I think I, I, as I said earlier, I am in an education program now. I'm very excited to be a teacher. Um, and so I really resonate, I guess, I could say um, with Kanan's feelings of caring for his student. And I mean, I don't have students yet, but I will one day. And I anticipate I will also care about them a lot. And um, one thing we're really trying to move towards, at least and talk about in my education program specifically, is kind of moving away from the teachers being just that like strict authoritative figure at the front of the classroom and really making learning and education kind of like uh, like a team thing in, in a way where teachers are working with students and, and they're guiding them rather than lecturing them. And um, so I kind of think that's kind of Kanan's teaching style in a way um, to an extent. And so I, I really... I really like that a lot. <laughs> Trust me when I tell you if there is ever a chance where I can somehow work Kanan Jars and his teaching style into an essay for my program, I will do it 100%. Um, but that being said, um, again, with this mentality of teachers needing to be more like working with students instead of lecturing them and, and just being that, like I said, authority figure that students can't relate to, um, I think that seeing in Star Wars, specifically in these episodes, seeing Kanan and Ezra work together as student and teacher um, and learning from each other because teachers do learn from their students. That's a really important thing we need to remember. Um, seeing them work together throughout these episodes and, and throughout episodes through season one, it just, it makes me so happy and it fills my future teacher heart with so much hope. Um, uh, I, I just, I love it so much. That's just I think that may be one of the reasons why I'm really just enjoying this show so much is because I really think it's just showing such an interesting um, dynamic, student-teacher dynamic, that I personally can actually, I can learn a lot from and uh, hopefully apply to like my teaching in the future. As we move into episodes three and four, um, I think we're really, we get to see a really great example of just the geniusness, I don't even know if that's a word, but uh, of the writers for this show and whoever's creating it, uh, Dave Filoni and Friends, because episodes three and four are like pretty fun. You know, we get to see Rex again, Gregor and Wolf, and, and we're hunting Jupa, and it, it's just, it's a fun episode. But under the surface of this fun episode, um, episodes, I guess, three and four, we get to see again that deep, deeper, I guess, uh, theme of, you know, fear of war and fear of trusting people and, uh, trauma, I guess, from betrayal that Kanan is feeling, um, with regards to the clones. And, um, it's, I really appreciate and, and enjoy that we get to, uh, deal with, deal with the trauma from Order 66 and uh, the betrayal from another perspective, from another Jedi um, who survived. I think it's important because, as I've said many times on this podcast, Order 66 is such a pivotal and important moment in the Star Wars canon timeline. And 
I think it's important that it keeps being addressed and that we're seeing how it has been affecting uh, the survivors for so long. Because as I said, I mean, it's been a long time. It's been like, what, 15 years or so uh, since since Order 66. And it's still, that wound is still very real. And not only just for, for the Jedi. Like, I mean, we see in these episodes, Kanan being, again, moody and pissed off and angry and wary of the clones um, because he feels like he was betrayed. But we also see the scars um, that, that were left on the clones. I mean, you can see in, in Rex's and hear in Rex's voice and see it in his actions when he's talking about how like it's true there were chips in their head and they and he never he took their chips out because they all have a choice. You can you can feel his pain and his sadness for both his lost Jedi friends and his lost brothers. Like I mean it's been said before, but like, what is a Dave Filoni show if not Order 66 persevering? And it's so true. And it pains me every time. But I do think it's it's so important because Star Wars, as much as it's about hope and and uh, finding the light, it's also the story about war and betrayal and, and then finding hope in that. And I really appreciate how we get to see, you know, Kanan sort of coming around to the clones. That's hope in and of itself there. He's reconciling his distrust and and he's 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 kind of moving away from his just immense immense hatred of of the clones. Um and I think that's so promising because you know what? He doesn't need to do that. I mean, I don't know if I could do that if I was in that situation. Um but as I said, like that is that is hope and the hope that we continue to see through Star Wars is that even, you know, amidst betrayal and dark times, we can find a light. We can find ways to move forward. Um, I really like uh, when they go back to the rebel base and Kanan says, like, it wasn't easy in respect to, you know, talking with Rex, talking with the clones and being around them and trusting them and working with them. And Ahsoka replies, you know, nothing worth doing ever is. And that's so true. That's so true. Like it's, it's just, I love Star Wars because there's just so much good stuff in it. And through the pain it brings, we can learn so many great life lessons. Like, oh man. Okay, now I don't have um, much for deep thoughts about episode five, I don't think. But who knows, once I start talking. Um, um, However, I was happy that the new Inquisitors are not as scary as the Grand Inquisitor. Uh, I I don't hate seeing them on my screen. In fact, I think they're quite interesting. I'm excited to see how they pop up again because, once again, I have no memory of them ever, so I must not have seen any other episodes that they were in. Um, And so this is new for me, and I'm excited. The one thing I really did like about this episode, episode five, was it was kind of like Zeb's time to shine. And a lot of the show, I mean... Fairly so. It was about Kanan and Ezra. And as I like literally just said, I love that. I'm so appreciating their relationship. But I do like when we get to see, you know, some of the other ghost crew really featured. And I feel like this episode, we got to see Zeb, Zeb featured. Um, and uh, we just got to see him, you know, fi- <laughs> basically saving the day. Actually, not basically. He 100% did save the day. He saved them from Sabine and Ezra from from the Inquisitors. Um but yeah, it was just, it was nice to see him, you know, be able to take initiative. 
um, and be a leader in this situation because obviously he can be a leader. Um, so hopefully we get to see him doing that some more. I know in some of the other episodes I've, I've, I've actually seen, uh, he does, he does do that. So I'm excited for more Zeb content because I think he's hilarious and awesome and also just such a wholesome character. Um, when he's like, I'm not leaving here without those kids. Like he's just, he really is the uncle of the ghost crew, I think. Um, even though Kanan and Ezra or Kanan and Hera are Sabine and Ezra's parents, they're also Zeb's parents, but Zeb is also the uncle. So I don't really know how that exactly works, but it doesn't matter. It's Star Wars found family can be whatever. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I, I guess I don't have a lot of deep thoughts about episode five, but um, it was kind of like a interesting episode to kind of end my little quick rewatch on um or not rewatch but whatever five episode watch for this podcast on because it kind of left me like okay I really I want to keep watching this um and so I will um just with you know they get back to to the ghost and they're like how come you didn't tell us there was more Inquisitors? And Kanan's like, I didn't know. Um, and they're like, okay, we got to go tell Ahsoka. And that's how it ends. It's very dramatic. So I'm excited to watch the next episode because uh, it feels like things are getting more serious, you know? Um, progressively, they have been getting more and more serious. And I know they're just going to keep getting more serious. And with, with that, more pain will come to me, likely. Um, I know it does for sure in season four, episode 10, because I have seen that. But with pain comes hope in Star Wars, as I've said before, uh, many, many times. <laughs> but um, that's, I think, all I wanted to say about these episodes. I'm just quickly looking at my notes. Oh, I did highlight one quote that I really liked um, about... It was in episode one, I believe. And it's when they're leaving Lafal. Um and I mean that that in and of itself is is upsetting. I feel like, you know, Ezra finally leaving behind his home, he can kind of move forward more. Um, this isn't the quote, this is me going off on a tangent that I just thought of. Um he's you know, this whole time I I think that being on Lothal and being near where his parents disappeared and where he's been his whole life has been kind of holding him back a little bit. And so uh, I'm excited to see how he moves forward in his Jedi training um, without that attachment to a place that he's, he's physically on. The quote I wanted to mention was um, at the end of episode one, I believe, maybe it's episode two, whatever, when Kanan says the greater courage is knowing when not to fight. And I think that's really, really lovely. And also just very important because it's honestly, it's, it's easy to fight. It's easy to get angry and it's easy to fight. Um, but yeah, it's hard to not fight and to choose, you know, to find other options or to choose to live, to fight another day. And so, uh, I think that's really nice. And I think that the greater courage is knowing when not to fight can be applied to all kinds of different situations. So thank you once again, Kanan and Star Wars, for just giving me another great quote to add and to pull out, you know, in random, random settings. And then people will think I'm wise. <laughs> um, but anyway, that is all. Um, I hope uh, if you are still here that you enjoyed listening to me just blab on about this show um 
these Rebels episodes really have no format, no structure. It's kind of just me watching while I watch the episodes. I write some things down and then I just kind of just start talking as if as if I'm just having a conversation with you guys. So thank you for listening. Uh, it means so much to me. Thank you for the support. Um, also, sometime since the Ray episode two weeks ago, I reached uh, over 100 subscribers across uh, YouTube and Spotify. Uh, I think there's a few more on Apple as well, but for some reason I can't access my Apple analytics, but I don't really care because you know what? I thought there was going to be like five people max listening to me um, and subscribing. So the fact that at least 100 people have listened to me at least once and thought mm, that was good enough that I will hit the subscribe button is just my heart. Wow. Um, so thank you so much if you are one of those people. I I, I truly so appreciate it. But uh, anyway, that's enough for me. That's enough rambling. Uh, as I said, stay tuned. Check my social media sometime in the next few days. Um, the date today is September 16th. I think. Um, um, so yeah, sometime in the next few days, there will be a slight announcement. Um, I'm very excited about. So yes, stay tuned. Um, and as always, please feel free to reach out to me on social media. I would, I would love to hear from you. Um, hope you're having a great day, night, morning, evening, whatever it is, wherever you are listening. And as always, of course, may the force be with you.